This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. In the last couple of months, we have seen a spate of suicides happening in our Indian film industry. Uh, the most recent one being of the popular actor Sushant Singh Rajput. Many theories are floating around. Uh, one of them being about mental health. This podcast episode was recorded much before we lost Sushant. We talked to Dr. Avinash of D'Souza Foundation about mental health in the film industry, how people from out of Mumbai try and make their space in this industry. They go through a lot of stress, a lot of rejection, and how that affects their mental health. But this is not restricted to people who come from outside. It is as important uh, for the people who are from the industry, the so-called insiders. They must be going through their own stress, their own traumas, dealing with the uncertainty of the film life and the film industry and how important it is for we as a society to come together and to support each other and to become more empathetic towards each other so that we at least create a livable world for the limited time that we are on this planet. So I'm really grateful that Dr. Avinash D'Souza could take out uh, time and be part of this uh, podcast. Dr. D'Souza is the consultant psychiatrist, founder Trusty D'Souza Foundation, a trust aimed at mental health awareness across all sectors. Hi, Dr. Avinash. Welcome to our podcast, The SOS Show. And thank you for taking our time and being part of this conversation. Thank you so much for having me here. Dr. Avinash, you are the founder, trustee of D'Souza Foundation. And of course, you're a consultant psychiatrist. You know, I was going through your website as well. And of course, you uh, your, your foundation is big into promoting community mental health. So, you know, doctor, I would like to start from question A. How would you define community mental health? Question B, follow up to that is that... Uh, what do you think are the structures of the community community mental health? Because I did this episode number 11 uh, on the podcast and we spoke about the community mental health in villages like Atmiyata. And I just thought that, you know, that model was brilliant in terms of how we constantly need support in our community. Like, for example, I feel that we need this model in cities like in my locality here, in my locality, in other places, other cities in other countries. So I feel that this model is specifically really good, you know, if this is implemented. So what are your thoughts when it comes to community mental health? Well, uh, to answer question A, Mm. Mental health itself is something that people are not aware about. So the Mm -hmm. whole premise has been that to make people a little more conscious about their mental health. Because Mm -hmm. if you look at physical health, people Mm. visit a physician, they go to a doctor, they get their blood checkups done. But Mm -hmm. no one really comes to a psychiatrist to say, okay, am I fine? Am I stressed out? Is there a chance I may get depression? So no one comes with that kind of a mentality to a psychiatrist. They often come after they've suffered from a breakdown or a mental illness or something like that. And community mental Just to to interfere you here. So are, are you saying that one can predict the mental health of a person, like for example, if he's going to suffer from a certain mental illness, like for example, a schizophrenia or a bipolar or a depression, um, OCD, can that be predicted before if they get regular checkups done? No, I think what I'm aiming at here is hmm. that they have subtle symptoms, which okay. you don't hmm. off and you neglect. Them. Sure, sure. When you're under stress, if it is nipped in the bud, it may prevent these illnesses from coming on at a later mm-hmm. stage. Sure. So it is sure. something which should be done. 
that's what i am saying and sure. uh, community mental health is taking mental health to the masses see the a uh, traditional picture has always been there of a psychiatrist as a doctor someone who's sitting in a big psychiatric hospital or mm-hmm. you know someone who is in his clinic and my whole aim is that the psychiatrist should go to the people and uh, you know tell them ki i'm as human as you are you know i'm as just like any other human being and sure. i'm here to talk to you about mental health and mental health doesn't mean depression anxiety schizophrenia ocd it means failure in parent child relationships failure in love relationships failure in uh, job job stress job insecurity low self esteem anything that you may be you know undergoing on a day to day basis Lovely. and anything yes. that will help you feel mentally better so the whole aim is to take a mental health to the community and make it a household name just as we have yoga or zumba dance or something as a household name why mm. can't mental health also be a household name you know that is the whole aim sure if you look at the programs we have done we have done programs across all sectors of society yes so yes. primarily being in mumbai i mean we have done programs in english hindi marathi and gujarati because you need to have a regional language connect if you want to connect with your uh, local audience so that's very important uh, sure. secondly uh, we have done programs across all sectors like uh, and what you used to explain mental health is very important so for example we did a program with bsd drivers on road rage and mental health mm. and we did a program mm. on auto drivers on frustration so we use a petrol meter from full to empty to explain to them you know what stress levels are from green to red and etc etc so something they could relate to so similarly uh, if we have done some programs with the police we have done some programs with college students uh, we have done programs with teachers we have done programs with parents uh, i mean i would i've never got a chance but i would love for a huge housing society to call me and do a mental health program as a part of their annual Lovely. general body meeting but no one really yes. does it so you know so these yes. are the kind of initiatives i feel should happen you know and yes. and the whole aim is we don't want to even you may not just you may just say okay he's come here to talk i don't want you to label me as a psychiatrist or anything that way mm. you know just hear me out and probably if you feel you have a problem we'll see but otherwise we just want to spread awareness that's the whole thing because depression is the most common problem uh, today in in and particularly in all the scenario that has happened in the last few months and even before that they say one in three people are depressed so yes. i always say this a little jokingly but it's very serious that yes. you know you look to your left look to your right if they are both happy then it's you so it's one in three oh. who are depressed mm-hmm. yes so oh it's God. important mm-hmm. that this 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 has to be uh, you know looked into but people don't look into it absolutely and that uh, just looking just talking about it can you know get rid of the problem but people don't want to talk about it yes and i think that housing society calling uh, you or uh, your foundation i think that's a brilliant idea i think anybody who's listening should definitely definitely go for it because this is something that we least pay attention to and one in three people and the left and the right thing the whole analogy is like oh my god it's like it just makes you think but uh, dr avinash just coming to the point of uh, since you're mumbai based and you're working specifically in communities in mumbai if you talk about the indian film industry and we see major amount of depression episodes at least i know of a lot of them i also know of the suicide the suicide attempts the recent post covid suicide uh, suicides that have happened are also in the news what are your thoughts on it okay now to start with see the film industry is 
a very stressful profession. You yes. know, while mm-hmm. the common man only sees the glamour side of it. You know, mm-hmm. they don't see the other side of it. So yeah. there are huge hours of work. There are mm-hmm. deadlines. There is pressure. Uh, yeah. There is financial stakes, which are huge. Uh, mm-hmm. There are uh, also the climb up the ladder may be fast for some people, may not be at all happening for some people. Yes. So yes. that that is there. Then even work, there are some people who have an abundance of work and some people who are moving door to door in search of work. So yes. this divide is huge. And mm. uh, particularly, there are huge chances of your ideas getting stolen, your work getting robbed, you being deprived of credit when it is needed. I mean, multiple things, you know, mm. that do happen, mm. which has been in my experience talking to a number of people from the yes. industry. So it does yes. happen. So that very often leads to stress. And many of the people do not know where do I go to get help. Yes. So even even if they feel depressed, low, suicidal, they don't know whom should I go and talk to. Yes. And uh, one of the common mistakes, you know, we make is if someone comes to us and tells us, we say, you know, this is very normal. You know, this is very Just snap out of it. You'll be fine. Which mm-hmm. is the wrong thing to say because... Uh, if someone has cancer, you don't tell him, you know, snap out of it. So then why mm. do you say it for depression? So yes. there is, I mean, he needs he needs help. So, and very rarely if the person says, you know, I need to go to a psychiatrist, I think the first reaction is, Nini, you don't have such a big problem, you know, that you need to go to a psychiatrist. It can easily <laughs> be managed. So the thing is that, you know, why, why uh, you know, he's first to, and they said, he'll give you, the psychiatrist will give you medicine, you'll be dependent and... Uh, you know, you'll just be given sleeping pills. I mean, those are all the myths that are prevalent. So very often mm-hmm. they don't come for help. So yes. that's that's one thing. And the, the other thing is that another factor which I have seen in the film industry is a lot of people are from outer Bombay. Their yeah. families are all in other cities. So there is a huge element of loneliness also, which yes. is there, you know. So yes. they don't have adequate social support, you know. And, and many of them have volatile relationships. So they yes. are with one girl or one boy today and then that breakup that happens and then that person joins the opposite gang. I mean, all sorts of things, you know, yes. keep happening. So it's it's a very stressful profession. So I think all these factors add up in the long run. Totally. So Dr. Avinash, as your foundation, how can we improve the mental health of people in the industry when it comes to like the strugglers, as we call them, the artists who come from different places, the directors, the actors, the junior artists, as you were talking about them? Well, I think, see, mental health in the industry is needed at all levels. Hmm. So if I had, say, offer awareness programs to the industry, it would be at all levels, starting from pot boy and the crew and, you know, the smaller staff would need Mm. to be taken up separately. The Mm. junior artists and their problems are separate. They would need to be taken separately. Of Mm. course, the directors and assistant directors, their level, you know, have their own problems. And Mm. even if you look at who are at doing fairly well, even Mm. even they have uh, problems about maintaining where they are and, you know, remaining where they are because the competition is so intense. So the yes. whole aim is, uh, you know, there is this huge race to get ahead, you know, yes. and there is this huge race to achieve. And when yes. you don't, the fall is, and even after having achieved, if you're not doing well, then the fall is from a big height. Suddenly, you know, the dip is huge. So so that again is something which bothers. So I think it needed across all sectors and I in the industry. And I think, I mean, I wouldn't mind, you know, if there's a particular filmmaker or a crew, 
you know, says, okay, just come and talk to my whole unit. I would love to go and talk to the whole unit. You know, I mean, why not? I mean, uh, I think everyone needs it. It's not something that is, you know, not needed or not required. But it's just that, I mean, you have to be open and receptive to hear about it. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Avinash, do you feel that, okay, they'll come and listen to the talk? How do they move forward from there? How can they internalize what you are saying? Okay. Now, one of the things I always tell people is that uh, on the first issue I'll tell you, which often comes up is, okay, we want to get treatment, we want to receive help. But yeah. yes, finances are an issue. You know, we fees is, is an issue. What do we do? So yeah. I always tell people that, see, I agree. Okay. Not all of you may be able to afford help from, say, the best and this and that. But yeah. we are there to help even otherwise. There are a number of people who we are even seeing at a very nominal cost. There are a number of sure. people who we are seeing at a very affordable cost. Hmm. So, you know, you can, even if you come for just half an hour and talk to me, you know, hmm. and, you know, you may pay a nominal fee of 300 to 500. That's okay with me. The thing is that, you know, at least come and talk. If you can't afford it, tell me. I mean, it's not that, you know, I'm the type who will tell you, no, don't don't come if you can't afford me or whatever, whatever. But the thing is, please come. The whole And there are hospitals where this is available free of charge. Like I work at Cyan Hospital. Of course, currently Cyan is busy with other things. But mm-hmm. we have an entire psychiatry department where the service is available free. Through the foundation, we offer some amount of free service to many organizations. So mm-hmm. it's it's all there. So you have to, but you have to take the step forward to come. So, uh, you know, I can't go into a unit and point fingers and say, see, I think you have anxiety or I think you have depression or I think you have this. Though I mm-hmm. may know it when I meet them and speak to them. You know, they have to themselves say, okay, yes, you know, what he's talking about, I think I, you know, relate to that and let me go and meet him, you know, and speak to him or let me go and meet anyone else. I always say, it doesn't have to be me. There is There yeah. are a huge amount of mental health professionals available. So yes. meet someone, talk to someone. And the, the WHO theme some years back was depression, let's talk. It is so that you need to talk yeah. because the, the whole process of ventilating out, even if mm. it means half an hour, and getting mm. what is inside you out, that emotional catharsis itself is therapy in many cases. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Dr. Avinash, how do they internalize what you are saying? See, what's very important is uh, when I I cannot go into a unit and tell them, okay, see, you have depression or you have anxiety or you have this problem and you come and see me because they may not like it. So Hmm. when I probably talk to them about symptoms, they Hmm. have to be the ones who, you know, see what I say and say, oh, yes, I do have those symptoms and I should probably go and meet him. And as I say, even if you don't meet me, you can mm. meet any mental health professional because there's a huge list of people out there who are ready to help. And yes. some years back, WHO had the theme, depression, let's talk. That was their annual theme for World Health Day. The mm. whole aim is that even if you're low, you're affected, you're mentally upset, you need to go and talk about it. And sometimes the entire process of just meeting a professional, mm-hmm. uh, going and speaking about it, Mm-hmm. And, you know, that emotional catharsis that happens after you speak about it is therapy itself. So yes. you just at least feel that, you know, I have let out all that was in me rather mm-hmm. than being bottled up. Because this bottled up feeling is what is, you know, the trigger for feeling suicidal and feeling like, you know, ending your life. Mm-hmm. That's what usually happens. Yes, totally. But sometimes, like you mentioned, uh, doctor, that uh, it is the failures in life that leads to these depressions. So failures are, for example, a relationship failure, failure with uh, your connection with your parents uh, since you're living here, failure, different other things that can trigger a mental health issue. So 
how can we possibly empower them at a deeper level uh, not just one to one with that one person but perhaps meeting the whole i don't know if that if that's if that's a, a possibility meeting a whole gamut of people that they're surrounded with and get influenced in uh, their life on a daily basis see i think one of the things we have to teach them is to accept that certain amount of failure uh, some losses some uh, you would say ups and downs are part of the profession that you're in yes. and you really have to be okay with that and i think with the younger generation one of the things we have to teach them is you're not going to get success overnight yes it very often happens i have seen with the younger lot below 30 very often yes. that yes. they think you know oh i mean i should in the next 5 years be here they they don't realize <laughs> sometimes it may take you know 10 years of struggle to reach where you are it will take a lot of hard work yes and uh, they feel no i mean i think with my first two films or my first two serials or my first two web series i will you know skyrocket and it may not happen yes. and uh, what people also have to realize is the film industry today is huge because you have people who are popular at a tv level you have people who are popular at a film level you have people who are mm. popular at a web series level so you know there are multiple mediums on which you can work so it's it's no longer just the film industry anymore you know it's multiple media which are at play so and there's so many new people coming up every day so the competition is huge compared mm. to you know how it was earlier uh, mm. so that huge difference is there which and mm. and you're being watched a lot and mm. uh, if i even don't make it i mean i'm mm. sorry to say this but it's very mm. important for people to know if i yeah. don't make it i have to have an option b in place Hmm. Hmm. Because True. then uh, you know, because I know a lot of people who told me I didn't make it as an actor, so now I'm into direction or post production or something hmm. like that. And, hmm. and but they're doing very well there, so they have hmm. to realize that you know you always know not everyone is going to become an actor. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and not just actor, they want to be Shahrukh Khan's. Yes. So that's also another thing. So not not everyone probably has that luck. Yes, absolutely. Also, uh, doctor, in terms of the way the competition is viewed in the industry, uh, that leads to a lot of uh, stress as well. So, do you think that you know we need to define how we view competition or competing against each other, and it can become very crass at at a lot of levels? Yes. So one one of the key things what people have to understand is first improve yourself and your skills and make yourself good. Lovely, yes. Don't 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 modulate yourself on someone else. Mm. You know, very often. I mean, I'm saying this as a psychiatrist and also yes. as a very ardent film fan. I've yes. seen people who try to, you know, modulate and work on the basis of how another famous actor works. No, mm. what mm. what is important is you should have your own original impeccable style. You know, which is what uh, will matter most. So that is the first thing. Secondly. Uh, how do you cope with stress yes please don't go to cigarettes and alcohol to cope with stress please yes. don't go to cannabis to cope with stress you know mm. and one of the things i just want to use your platform to tell people that cannabis is not going to make you a better person creatively you know cannabis totally. is a drug yeah. at the end of the day yes. so yeah. it's finally going to make you an addict and you're going to have depression and a lot of other psychological problems related to cannabis so please mm. don't 
you know, resort to these things. You have to find maybe yoga, meditation, just a, just a warm bath, maybe nice things which would, you know, help you relax rather than uh, these methods. Your sleep hygiene uh, has to be particular. I know you may have night shifts and you may have morning shifts. Mm, so sleep yeah. accordingly, but sleep six to eight hours a day, eat well. I think many people in the industry neglect their diets. So that's again a bad thing. So uh, your caffeine content has to be monitored. So there are multiple small things that you know mm-hmm. you have to probably do to to maintain that. Absolutely. And Dr. Ravinash, understanding the way the industry functions, the whole culture that we have created of the film industry, highly competitive. Uh, there could be a lot of groupism, and there could be a lot of favoritism. And uh, if I may add, perhaps uh, you know. the way i've heard things in terms of also comp- compromising a lot of spaces uh which some people do some people don't um, depending you know so i just want to understand according to you what are the problems in mental health that people can suffer here okay one is they want too much too fast and it doesn't mm. happen so there's a huge element of depression that comes in second they compromise at times on their values on their ethics yes then there is a guilt component that comes mm, into totally. them yeah uh, apart from that there's a huge anxiety about their own performance yes okay i i have got one project now this project is finishing do i have work after that you know yes. so that to have a constant influx of work is something which is a huge requirement which yes. uh, doesn't always happen in the industry for everyone so that is yes. something which is you know uh, worrisome the the other thing is that uh even even with regard to uh, work i mean there's always a chance that you can be replaced so there's that huge fear of yes you know being replaced and mm. uh, of course favoritism and groupism and all that does happen i think that's there in every profession so i wouldn't yes. you know worry uh, so much about that but rather mm. you know not getting upset with the fact that it occurs so if it if it occurs you have to take it in your stride that okay This, this this did happen uh, somebody pipped you to the post and took a project that you should have got mm-hmm. fine it it happens it's all part of the game you know mm-hmm. if you're if you're in this but the thing is uh, let your professional rivalries be professional please don't make mm-hmm. them personal. sure you know it's very important and that's what happens many of the times i have seen a lot of people take a lot of things very personally to heart mm-hmm. and and then that affects them psychologically which is irreparable in some cases yes yes because i know of cases where people have done drunk driving and they have crashed and they are dead true true that does happen that does happen so it's very heartbreaking to see you know people just starting out doing these things so doctor as a mental health professional as somebody who is creating community spreading awareness in different sectors and such such a brilliant work in terms of you know working with auto rickshaw guys with other guys what how can we work on the culture of the industry to improve the mental health i think the first step would be to make the industry recognize that mental health matters totally yeah. so if if we have senior icons from the industry come forward and say that you know mental health matters mm-hmm. i mean probably have a new hashtag you know on on those on that on those lines and you have a few senior people that come and say that this matters and yeah uh, uh if if a few senior people from the industry decide to start talking to junior artists about this sure. i think it will it will make a huge impact on them mm. because mm. It, more than me saying it they saying it 
you know will 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 matter because this is someone from their own industry who's telling them so it Great is, it is yes. which i think uh, would would be very important and i think yes. uh, and also i think uh, to tell people that you know please seek help if you need help you know yes there there is no shame or stigma in going to a psychiatrist or a psychologist or you know a therapist if you do need help you do need help you know there is no yes. need to shy away from that yes so that is one thing which i think people have to realize that psychiatrists see normal people who are stressed by life they don't always have to see you only after you're mentally ill yes so i think if these messages go out uh, very clearly then i think mm-hmm. even even i think uh, you know the industry supporting the fact that you know one shouldn't be smoking shouldn't be using cannabis shouldn't be using alcohol i think it becomes a very positive thing in the entire unit then you know from that yeah. from that perspective and you know the alcohol and the cannabis uh, it's a very open culture like they think this is actually a stress buster for a lot of people true i mean i always remember an example of a young model who i met and mm. he told me that you know i drink every evening and i said see if you were the type of person who probably drank one peg or 30 ml or 60 ml while you were mm. seeing your tv and you stopped at that i mean mm. you would never need to meet a psychiatrist in your life probably yeah. but yeah. but if you know you lose control on your drinking and yeah. you know you're drinking every night only so that you get drunk and fall asleep then yes it's wrong you know yeah. or if you uh, like i said if you're drinking to drown your problems uh, mm. you don't probably understand that your problems are very good swimmers you know they won't drown so yes. so don't yes. you know don't drink to sort of drown your problems it won't help rather yes. face them and uh, another issue i think we all have as human beings is we yeah. don't accept that we have limitations yes so you know if okay. i'm not good see you may not be good sometimes you know you to accept yes. okay this is not my forte you know yes so i have seen a number of people i want to be a model but maybe at times you don't have it in you to be a model you know let's accept it i mean you may yes. be a very good choreographer but you may not be a model so you know yes. take look at look at something else you may be a very good person with you know the backdrop with the designing with the planning out the show but you may not be a good model yourself so you know it's yes. okay i mean there's always other work in the same field that you can take up so you know why why do you insist and persist and try to be something that you can't be you know that is something which uh, i think also people have to realize at times absolutely so so being more aware about their qualities as people yeah there there's one point i want to add here also which i think is a very important psychological issue is yeah. body image in the industry you know mm-hmm. so there are a lot of people who are constantly worried about how they look and how they appear and you know mm-hmm. uh, and what happens is they get so obsessed with this that you know they are willing to undergo all sorts of surgical procedures all sorts of plastic surgery techniques botox etc to just mm-hmm. maintain themselves which i think does more harm to their body then good yes so i and and you know they are always looking at you know my lip has to be perfect my chest has to be perfect the uh, yes. ladies feel you know their hips their breasts etc have to be perfect and you yes. know they want to undergo uh, they don't mind going under the knife for this oh. which you know does more damage uh, to their body i think and mm. you also have to uh want to starve and remain thin and you know maintain that ideal figure which also i think causes some amount of uh, mental health issues to them 
absolutely also the cost of dreams being very high you know how can we cut that cost down i think uh, you have to realize that it's very nice to dream there is no yes. harm yeah we should but then we have to realize that not all our dreams may always be fulfilled if we don't get certain dreams then we pursue other dreams yes but yes. but you can't live your life behind one dream and then you know fall very badly into a depression after it that oh it's not fulfilled absolutely so realize mm. if it doesn't happen it's okay you know mm. i i mm. know you're going to feel very bad about it it may take mm. you 3 months 6 months to come out of it but you have to learn to move on absolutely uh, dr avinash how can we start a community mental health program for different pockets of the film industry i think uh, you know there are associations at every stage you mm. know right from i think producers to junior film makers to senior film makers to yeah. uh, artists and i think what what can be done is uh these associations can come together and mm. probably you know approach mental health professionals either from associations like mine or other associations and call them to sensitize individuals you know over yes. years yeah. and and the key thing here is if you use the word psychiatrist people mm-hmm. feel oh is he going to come to you know see whether i'm mentally okay or not and you know uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately that psychiatrist equals pagaloka doctor is still there you know in yes, many people's yes. mind yeah. so yeah. i would rather say you may call me a mental health expert you know and yeah. call me it just sounds better so you know they may not mind talking to me and uh, maybe uh, bombarding them again and again you know would help i mean even even if uh, you know we could probably send them one mental health message a day you know on their phone i mean i lovely yeah no the whatsapp is already bombarded with a lot of things but maybe mm. you know one one positive message every day you know yes where yes. you tell them that you know are you drinking too much if you are it's time to take help you know something like that which just yes. makes them you know think yes you know i should and probably if out of 100 people that get that message even five come you know for help yes would, those five will probably bring another five you know and the chain will start you know that's what will happen yes yes absolutely and dr avinash what are your thoughts in terms of spreading to other cities well if i get like minded collaborators mm-hmm. uh, it's a thought that i wouldn't mind pursuing the mm-hmm. the whole aim is i cannot be omnipresent so that is yes. why i have restricted myself to bombay because uh, it is a, it is an effort that needs lot of time and energy yes. on my part yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, uh, if there are other psychiatrists or other professionals who want to say maybe use the same banner and start mm-hmm. a unit in another city we are open to the idea it's not that mm-hmm. but uh, uh, i mean the whole premise of disuza foundation came up because i was born in a family of psychiatrists both my parents were psychiatrists you know yes. so yes. this was this was something which was done in their memory so it was started mm-hmm. at a small level and mm-hmm. we never really thought it would expand into something so big and yes. uh, it has and uh, we've had offers from pune bangalore chennai for people you know to join us but yes. we really didn't want to have any kind of tarnish to our image by the wrong people joining us you know so it was always a worry so we therefore restricted it to bombay alone so where where i would have full control over things you know and uh, but then nevertheless i think we are we are open to the idea and i think today with the whole webinar culture and yes uh, the whole, uh, i think we can expand without worrying about boundaries 
that is something that can happen absolutely and also dr vinash in terms of the kind of infrastructure we have right now when it comes to mental health uh, where do you see the loopholes well i think see we don't have very good inpatient facilities i agree mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, we have uh, government hospitals we have a few private centers mm-hmm. where there is a need for more private centers but uh, uh, i think we do have very good outpatient facilities so if you want to go in for therapy or counseling uh, mm-hmm. you have all the facilities available and mm-hmm. uh, it's you need a room and you need two chairs and a table so it's definitely doable and viable the thing mm-hmm. is but uh, and you also now have an online mode you know of therapy which is available yes. so yes. you can talk to someone on a skype call or a video call so that is something which can be done so uh, it's something that i think you don't really have to worry now about timing and availability mm-hmm. so i mean i have people who phone me from as far as meghalaya that you know we want to talk to you and on a whatsapp mm-hmm. video call we are able to talk to them and they are able to get help from a good professional so that's the power of the digital world you know that has brought mental health within your reach but it is up for you to take it that is the thing absolutely and uh, doctor what kind of support is the government providing when it comes to community mental health is that enough well i think see we have collaborated with some government bodies and they have been more mm-hmm. than happy uh, mm-hmm. so one one has to first realize that community mental health has to be your calling so mm-hmm. you know you can't do this for money i'll be very frank sure. so you don't get paid for these programs you know yes. so the moment i go and say you know may free may lecture lunga everyone will call you so there'll never be a problem you know it is that way so uh, mm-hmm. the thing is uh, you have to be ready to do that and mm-hmm. uh, uh, even with when you collaborate with the government they will offer you space they are ready to offer you infrastructure they are ready to offer you everything as mm-hmm. long as you know you're you're dedicated and you know you're not misusing their name at the same time uh, you know you don't demand fees from them so that is something which is very important so yes. you have to be ready to do this totally pro bono totally free uh, just with the aim of spreading mental health so if you can yes. do that then i think you can get all the support you want mm-hmm. and doctor what is uh, um, are there other organizations foundations that are also aiming at uh, working on the uh, community mental health field and do you feel that something is restricting them from you know moving fast in terms of spreading more awareness when it comes to community mental health see i think it's it's not that there are no other organizations there are a huge amount of organizations we sure. have one for we have some who are specific so yes. you have schizophrenia specific you have child abuse specific you have domestic yeah. violence specific so yeah. uh, you know the whole thing is we have kept our base very broad by you know putting it as mental health so uh, mm. we can venture into any area to be yes. you know, very frank but yes. uh, i think the specific organizations they then have limited capacity because they don't move beyond their realm so they remain mm. over there whereas uh, the advantage of our mental health concept is that you can go almost anywhere and everywhere so uh, uh, like i remember i'll tell you some very unique initiatives that we did sure. we did a program for people post 60 on how to find romance towards the end of your life lovely you know, so that is something uh, which is a very different kind of a program so yes. and they told us these are senior citizens they are not going to listen to you they are old 
thinking mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. how but they were very happy to you know hear us and speak to us so mm-hmm. that way then we did uh, a, a talk on understanding emotions for first standard children you know mm-hmm. so we taught them what anger was what joy was you know what sadness was so uh, we use emojis because children identify with emojis yeah. so yes. you know so it's it's something like that then we did a program on parents uh, how to handle sexual issues in special children you know mm. children with autism and uh, intellectual impairment which was an area never done before mm. so sure. so it's it's limitless you know it's it's absolutely limitless if you want to you know explore different things yes so variation of work you know can be done if you want to yes absolutely i mean finding romance in 60 plus uh, you know talking emotions to first and these are all unique unique uh, uh, emotional journeys for uh, the person who are involved uh, in these kind of workshops so i think i really wish good luck uh, that you spread to other cities as well and um, it's not just bombay even the smaller towns the b towns as well uh, need these kind of workshops and support systems yes definitely we'll try we'll try and god favoring we will yes you'll move fast yeah okay all right thank you so much uh, dr avinash uh, for being part of this podcast thank you thank you very much for having me here So guys what do you think about this episode what can we possibly do to make our life and each other's lives simpler and better do give us your opinion we are listening you know where to find us uh, on our website epilogmedia/thesos show you can also find us on our instagram or twitter handles uh, with metaphysical lab and epilog media and you know where to find me on my linkedin handle and keep those comments coming in if you have a story that's related to the industry that's related to mental health awareness uh, do not forget to share it with us uh, of course you know where to get us this is suchita see you guys next week mm-hmm.